Welcome to the Kingdom Business Podcast. I'm your host, J.R. Fitch, and I'm sitting across the table, as always, from the great LZ. What's up, Bubba? Que pasa? Bro, we are just ending another week here in the beautiful city of Dalton, Georgia. It's a great city. Man, isn't it ever. It's been the land of milk and honey to me for a number of years. Oh, bro, it's always been the land of milk and honey for me. <laughs> so what's going on out there, bro? We had quite a week this week. You know, it's it's been a spectacular week. Um, I think one of my favorite things has been just the weather. You know, we've oh, yeah. kind of had a couple of seasons in, crammed into this week. <laughs> welcome to North Georgia. Yeah, welcome. What would you call it? Welcome to uh, Wing Ummer. Wing Ummer, yeah, because it was hot, like it was like eighty degrees on like Wednesday or something like that. Sure, yesterday, something crazy. You know, it's, it's been such a crazy week. We've had all the seasons, all the feels. Life is good, man. This week started out really bizarre with this video. Uh, which, by the way, I I don't watch the Oscars. Haven't watched the Oscars in years. But Monday morning, I wake up, start going through my phone, going through my emails and posting my scriptures and doing the things I normally do. And the headline on Google is that Will Smith slaps Chris Rock at the Grammy Awards. What do you, what do, and of course that's been the lead news story all week. Mm. What do you make of that? Well, so this actually can be a conversation that we can laugh about because it was funny. I don't the, think it was funny. Well, 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 the 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 side of how all the memes have been happening. Oh no, know, there has it, been a lot of humor yeah, come yeah. out of yeah. But you know, I, I think I go more to a serious note with it though, Fitch, because um, I I really think there's more at work here and more at play, and I think that what we saw was Will Smith. Will Smith, I think, put himself in a position where he had to do that. Really? What do you mean? Well, I I believe because of the turmoil. And probably way more turmoil than we know that's been going sure. on between him and his wife Jada. Mm-hmm. If you if you watch the videos, Will had a genuine laugh on his face when Chris Rock said what he did. Now, mm-hmm. what he said, I've heard people all over the place, like maybe some alopecia or something like that going on. Number one, I don't keep up with the who's who and celebrities. Me either. I wouldn't have known if she had alopecia or not. Sure. Did Rock know that she had alopecia? Who knows? I don't think so. I think he was just speaking of her shaved head. Right. Now, one of the things I want to mention here, that haircut among strong black women is a very popular haircut to have to have their hair taken down real, really short. OK, Certainly, so, I've, so seen, I've seen people with that haircut. Absolutely. So for me, I would not have I would not have known of a health related thing. OK, sure. So that's just I'm, I'm just ruling out with 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 rock looking at it and saying what he did. That would that, be my lenses. Right. I think the problem was. The camera caught just enough of the moment. Will clapping and laughing because it was a it was a rib joke. That's what the hosts do at sure, these things. Sure. What we see, if you pay attention to the clip, is the face of Jada. She didn't think it was funny at all. Not only did she not think it was funny, but there's something about her. If you go watch her videos where she sits at the table, she totally takes away manhood from any man that sits there. She, she did it to Snoop Dogg. And it mm. made me kind of lose a little bit of respect for Snoop. I hope Snoop listens to this and he can hear me a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I respect him as a man. But he sat there and let them 
put him in a corner where he had to say things that, you know, made him lose a little bit of his of his man card, right? Just the way they kind of broke systematically broke him down. Are you talking what are you talking about? Some kind of interview or something? Yeah. Jada has this like a podcast kind of thing, okay. like a round table. Okay. And she brings people in and they sit there and um so anyway, when Will was on the show, mm-hmm. she was talking about why she had an affair on him. It's hard for me as a man to think about sitting at a table with my wife and she's telling me all the things I did wrong, why I pushed her to have an affair. Hmm. So I believe we've got Will Smith here, who is a product of Hollywood. Hmm. We have this this image. He's West Philadelphia, born and raised oh. on the playgrounds where he spent most of his days. But was he really chilling out, maxing and relaxing all cool, just shooting b-ball outside of the school? There was a couple of guys, they were up to no good. They started making trouble in his neighborhood. But the thing is, I know his family. He just got in one little fight, and his, his mama, mama got, got scared, scared, and he moved in with his auntie and uncle in Bel Air. That's right. That's the true story. That's how this started. Yeah. It all goes back to that. It all goes back to that. He needs to go back to his roots. <laughs> but, I mean, if you look at this, I think what we didn't see was when he turned to see her response. Right. And she probably gave him one of those looks. Like, you going to do something or not? So I, Let's be real clear. You're not blaming Jada for him doing that. No. Okay. No. Are you sure? Because it kind of sounds like it. Yeah, no, no. Because the word says we don't battle flesh and blood. Okay. So this is not about Jada. Okay. There's something bigger at work here. And I believe that what we're seeing is a manifest spirit of control. Hmm. Jezebel. I knew Jez was going to come up today. Yeah. We know We know that spirit a Somehow, little bit. Somehow I just knew deep down in the heart of my bottom. Yeah. That you were going to bring up Jez. Well, if you remember, the Lord told us to go and make a covenant with him. And he was going to tear down the the, the throne of Jezebel that was over the city. Mm. And we were obedient. We poured out spring water from a Cherokee tribal spring, Mm -hmm. kosher salt, and oil. Mm. And all three elements had been worshipped over for a few months. Sure, And, you know... We felt that thing break. That was years ago. It was. But if you ever go to war with something, Mm -hmm. if you ever fight somebody, you don't ever forget it. Mm. If you ever have a fist fight with someone, you never forget their eyes and their face. I don't care. It's just one of those things that's burned in because it's you had an encounter with them. Sure. And I think it's one of those things that when you see that spirit at work, Mm -hmm. when you've dealt with that spirit, Mm -hmm. you've been face to face with it, you don't forget what it looks like. Sure. I think what we saw was a man who's under an immense amount of pressure to prove his his love for his wife, mm-hmm. and he let his emotions get the best of him. Man, it's a tough situation. It's I mean, it certainly, as you're correct, it's made for a lot of great humor as far as social media is concerned this week. But I'm I'm like you. I think it's I think it's very sad uh, the state of our entertainment industry that that's what it's come to is you take something like the Oscars that historically. Uh, you know, and when I say historically, I'm talking about over the last probably 50, 60 years, whatever number it is. It's this ultimate uh, display of glamour and fame and oh, yeah. all the things. And in the last number of years, it's just become so political that I, you know, I, I'm like many people, I, nobody watches it. I think that's been a struggle. So obviously my first thought was that this was all staged as a, as a publicity stunt, but as it's rocked along, I don't, I don't think it was staged and it's, it's really unfortunate. Um, and I, I'm like you, I think that obviously Will's got a lot going on and it's, it's really sad that arguably the biggest night of his career and, and candidly, I think he should have won best actor for a couple of his roles. I think Muhammad Ali, 
he was unbelievable in, and I think um, the pursuit of happiness. Great movie. I thought he was a shoe in that night yeah, for, for yeah. best actor, and he, and he didn't win. But uh, so, and I've not I've not even seen this this movie that he won it for this this year. What did he win it for? Do you remember? I think it was something was? called The King or something. It's a movie about the, King Richard. Yeah, Venus and Serena okay. Williams' dad, and he he plays that part. I've not seen the movie, but arguably the biggest night of his life, and, and he'll always be remembered for. This as as opposed yeah. to the fact that he was, I mean, you contrast that with the, like the, the night, the great Sidney Poitier won, yeah. you know, his, his, his best actor award, that speech. And it's just really, really unfortunate for Will and, and for Hollywood in general, in, in my estimations, you know, it's tough. I did hear this morning uh, on my drive in, I was listening to XM and they were talking about, uh, had one of the producers of the Grammys, not, excuse me, of the Oscars. Uh, on there, and he he was with Chris Rock in the moments after that, and Chris went back to his dressing room, and he goes, he goes, Chris, did he really hit you? And Chris Rock goes, Yeah, I just took a punch from Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> you know what kind of guy you got to be to be able to have that kind of candor about yourself after I'm you've like, been slapped. That proves that the guy's a great comedian. Yeah, you know, and and, uh, and I think he did the best he could under the circumstances. Oh, about oh man, he was you know. I knew it wasn't staged when you watch his response when he says, ha ha Richard, like, yeah. And then he takes it right. And he looks around. But then when Will begins to respond from the crowd, the look on his face, you can tell he's like mouthing the words, like he's receiving them as he's saying them. He's like, no man, it was just a joke, bro. You know? Right. You know, Tara and I went to Columbia, Medellin, Columbia in 2019. Mm Mm-hmm. And when we came back, what we realized was it's a good thing to be in the mission field. Missionaries are needed. But this nation, this nation is a mission field. Mm. And if we don't see, Hollywood's been created to look like one thing. But what we're seeing is it's a complete and total disaster. Right. And when you have people, like for the longest time, like for the last 10 years, I thought Jim Carrey had really lost his mind. But what I've realized is in the last two years, three years, he unplugged himself from the system right. and they tried to make him look crazy. Mm-hmm. So when you start hearing people like him speaking up about this incident that happened, right. it it causes you to really take a pause and go, oh, you've got an actor they tried to blackball mm-hmm. stepping up now and saying something about this. He's sending us a message. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying to us is, this is not right. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Right. And a lot of people will dismiss. Now, I will say this. If I'm in public... And someone disrespects my wife, mm-hmm. I might have an open hand for them too. Or a closed hand. Or a closed one. Or a sure. foot. Sure. Or a shoe. Or a truck. Sure. But, joking about the truck. But when so, it. Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> when it comes down to taking care of your woman, by all means do it. But what we have to understand is it's expected for that to happen. Right. In those sorts of environments. It's right. expected. So. What do we do when we're in a situation where we feel like our emotions want to get the best of us? Mm. How do we, how do we manage that moment? How do we say, okay, I need a pause. Mm. I need a timeout. Sure. As a man. Right. Well, what do you do, Fitch? Well, <laughs> certainly all of us are fallible and all of us have got things that we wish we could do different and take back. But for me, you know, there's points in your life as a man where you just have to decide to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying that in a callous way about what happened because honestly, I don't, you know, none of us really know what all is going on there. It's obviously big. Yeah. Uh, with Will. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to be critical uh, of that, but 
you know, I just had this conversation uh, this week with a, a young pastor friend of mine. And sometimes in life, if you want to be something, you just have to decide to be that in those moments. And, and I mean, it's one thing to aspire to be the great guy that everybody always respects is the, the quote unquote great Southern gentleman. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's great to aspire to those things. But, but what happens in life is you're given opportunities to demonstrate that, that greatness of character. There's a, there's a Latin word for that called magnanimitas. And that means greatness of character. And, and you have to be able to step up in those moments and demonstrate that character. And that's as a result of choices that you make in those moments. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that can be really tough because it's very easy to not look at ourselves from a future perspective. That's something for me. I've always tried to live my life that way with a future perspective, whereas I would look back at my life from that, that perspective and how would this moment reflect on me from a future perspective? If that makes sense. It does. It does. Not unlike what you think of when you think of a, of an aspiring politician. I'm at one time in my life, I thought maybe I wanted to be involved in politics. And so maybe that season of my life kind of shaped how I operate, but politicians have to live their life from the perspective of, Hey, 15 years from now, I'm planning to run for X, Y, Z. So I'm having to set myself up to have the, 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 with no skeletons, right. The reputation, the resume, all of the things in place so that 15 years from now I'm ready. And at that point they can look back and there was not any skeletons in the closet. And I think so many of us don't look at our own lives from the future perspective, from the perspective of I am the grandfather sitting in the swing on the front porch carving a piece of wood with a pocket knife. Yes. Yeah. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. But when I am there, who do I want to be? Yes. Yeah. And And so do I want come visit me? So when, when I'm sitting in that moment, the decision I make in this, the heat of this moment is going to affect who I am on that porch. Absolutely. And so, you know, there's been times in my life, uh, many times where certainly my, my flesh or my, immaturity has wanted to take over and respond in a certain way. And I've, I always try to bring myself back to center and go, well, wait a minute. How will this look to me 12 years from now, 15 years from now? You know, how I respond in this moment, am I going to respond as a grown up? You know, that's wisdom. And that's a good way to look at it. Um, I physically keep my mouth shut. I don't believe you. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm telling you. I've had the opportunity in the last several weeks yeah. to really go full bore and speak my mind. Yeah. And I, you know, every time it gets to the point where I think, yeah, this is, this is what I'm going to do. Holy spirit says, no, it's not. This is not what you're going to do. This is not what you're going to do at all. You're actually going to do this. Right. And you know, what's funny, the action always looks the same, mm. but the way it's presented and who I'm presenting it to or, the heart always changes, right? right. So <clears throat> I think it's important that we, before we do anything, we we have to give pause mm. and reflect and listen to our spirit. Right. You know, last week we were talking about um, the Holy Spirit right. and, the, and, the, and the gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really strong thing, again, that we should, I, I'm going to lean on it today a little bit. Okay. I, I think that relationship and knowing that you, you are, you are praying the perfect will of heaven for your life. Mm. 
anytime you get into a moment where you might feel like you're going to say something you shouldn't say, you can always pray in the spirit without ever making a noise. Sure. And I think that's an important thing to think about, you know, how connected are we in the spirit? Mm. And I think sometimes what happens, the further we get outside of the flow of the river of the spirit, the more apt we are to speak our mind. Pop off. Yeah. Sure. So now don't get me wrong. I'll go back to Will. Sure. There's times where we are required to stand up sure. and be resolute. Right. And that's a whole nother podcast episode. It is. In terms of in this modern culture, yes. what it looks like to be masculine and yes. all of the things that are expected of us versus all of the things that are made into our DNA. That's right. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but I, I'm following you. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's important that we take time. We listen to our spirit. Right. And we respond rightly. Sure. And part of that is doing exactly what you said. I think once we start praying in the spirit or we start meditating and getting ourselves there, the Lord's going to say to us, look down the road. Mm-hmm. Think of yourself right. in 15 years. Well, well, I was going to say, you know, that's the father's nature. The father, yes. the father actually created all of this from the end. You know, the scripture says that he knows the end from the beginning. Yes. And, and so he's not up there. We've talked about this before. He's not up there recalibrating based on the mistakes I made. He's already over there in my future. Yes. Waiting on me to get there. And so he knows what that looks like. And yeah. so as you, as you grow closer in your relationship with him and you're, you're what we refer to as being led by the spirit, walking closer with him yes. uh, and being, being actually led where he's, he's directing your steps. He's directing your words. You've given yourself over to him actually being in control and being submitted to his authority. You start to adopt his perspective. You know, that's, that's the, uh, something we've talked about too, is having the father's heart yeah. and being able to see people like he sees people. Uh, once you start to adopt the perspective of the father, you start to see things from the perspective of down the road. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think that's very important in terms of how we decide to grow up as men. The answer is learn to be more like him on a daily basis. Every Good day, stuff. every day you wake up, you say, I want to be more like him today than yeah. I was yesterday. Yeah. It's a, it's a marathon. None of us have arrived. None of us yeah. have the secret. None of us have the answer, but he has all the answers. And if we'll just walk a little closer today than we did yesterday and continue to embrace him on that journey, he'll start to change our perspective where when these things, these situations pop up, we're not actually seeing them as they are. We're seeing them from a heavenly perspective, if you will. And we're seeing the spirit and the, and the, the forces that are at work here. And it's not, that person, it's that spirit that's working through that person. That's it. That's it. That's so, good stuff, man. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, I'll tell you one good thing. What is it? Um, and, and this is kind of a going back to Will Smith, Chris Rock. It, it's one of those things that you can see the effects of it because Chris Rock had a comedy show coming up in Boston just a few nights after the Oscars. Right. And his tickets. They doubled in price or something. I saw that were like 750 bucks, right? Right. And they were like, hardly couldn't sell a show. Right. And now he's slam packed out. Sold out. It's nuts. It would be fun to be in the audience the first step of the first oh, don't you know. show after that. Because <laughs> you, you know, Chris Rock, when he's on, he can be really funny. Oh, man. And it's one of those things that I know he, he is going to, he's going to have compensation sure. Oh yeah, he's good. for getting slapped on national television. Well, I'll say this, if anything, what it should do uh, 
for us that are believers and that are called to the marketplace and especially called to the entertainment mountain. And I know we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that have those callings. Um, it should drive us to our knees to intercede for these people. You know, we have to pray for Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Katy Perry's mom and dad, we've become friends and, and Keith uh, Hudson, her dad, you know, his, his heart's cries, please pray for Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, everybody always gives up on Hollywood. They just go, well, they're, they're lost and yeah. you know, it's over. And he was like, but as Hollywood goes, so goes the world. He's like, yeah. if any place needs Jesus, it's Hollywood. I'm telling you. And so, you know, when we see these things, it's as Christians, it's so easy to become callous and go, well, they're just, it's Will Smith. He's just off the deep end. But you know, really it breaks my heart to see that somebody's hurting at the yeah. pinnacle, the very pinnacle of their career. Yeah. Um, and gosh, you know, we see that with just about every celebrity, there's all this pain and trauma and oh yeah, they, they literally have everything a man could want. Uh, most of the time they have three or four of everything a man could want in terms of material items and fame and all the things. And yet inside it's just this brokenness and turmoil and, and, and believe it or not, we hold the keys. We do hold the keys. Jesus has put those things in our, in our hands. You're wearing 22, 22. I am too today, just by coincidence. Yeah here in the studio, but, but Isaiah twenty two twenty two says that we have the authority to open doors that no man can shut Jesus in us. I guess is what I should say. Jesus yeah. in us and through us is the solution for these people's hurt. And, and we are the hands and feet. And so what does that look like? It looks like intercession for these folks. And to the extent that you have opportunities to I- interact with these people or their network, people that know them or connected to them, man, tell them you're praying for them. Oh yeah. You know, absolutely. tell them that you encourage them. I mean, it, you know, we, we have, we've met uh, quite a number of celebrities and it really means a lot when, when they know that there's people out there that genuinely care about them as people yes, and that, that are praying for them. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we believe that there's a generation of unknowns willing to influence the knowns right. and never be known themselves. Right. So well, let me ask you this. what do you think about our new intro music? I really like it. You want to, you want to hear a sample of it here? Here we go. Yeah, let's, let's make it. Here we go. We're going to hit play. Here we go. I like it. I like it a lot. It's kind of... It makes you bob your head. Yeah, I'm sitting here bobbing my head as we speak. So, everybody listening, um, when you when you make it through this podcast and you get to this point, send us a message. Yeah, post something on social and tell us what you think about the intro music. Do you like the... Do you like the hip-hop feel or do you like the swamp rock? I kind of like this one. I like this a lot. Especially, it gets it gets funky right here. Well, I'll tell you, let's talk about our sponsors. Can't, we can't leave them out. Man, we've got a new one this week, Dalen Rug Company. Come on. Dalen Rug in Dalton, Georgia. Listen, you got to check them out. They are amazing. You can go to their website. It's Dalen.com. That's spelled D-A-L-Y-N.com, Dalen Rug. Uh, our good friend David Adams owns Dalen Rug. He and his family, they make some of the most incredible stuff right here in Dalton. Uh, they've got lots of inventory and ready to ship. It, for those of you that have heard us or experienced the More Lord store, they are the guys. They are the guys. That make and sell the glory rug. We've had lots and lots of requests every time we set up. People want to be able to buy a rug like that. Dalen.com. They also have a really cool technology called Prismatic. Oh, wow. And they can do really awesome rugs. So you're going to see some rugs on their website that look really funky. You're going to go, oh, how did they make those? Prismatic. Okay. Prismatic. They're awesome. Cool, cool. Ignitifier.net. Ignitifier.net. Any of your fire starting needs, anything you're doing, whether you're lighting a charcoal fire, it's springtime, we're getting out in the yard, we're doing marshmallow roasts and stuff like that in this beautiful weather. 
igniteafire.net. It's the easiest way, safest way to build a fire. And uh, I know that those guys would love to ship you some of that stuff today, igniteafire.net. And of course, as always, morelordkingdom.com, morelordkingdom.com. All your merch. Yeah, baby. Well, Fitch, it's been a good one. Yeah, bro. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we hope this encourages you. We hope it drives you to your knees to pray and uh, and to pray for celebrities and to pray for Will and, and Chris and everybody involved. And uh, look, next week we're going to be in Vegas broadcasting live Actually, from the Alter Men's week. Conference. Yeah, it's coming up. So check out our, our social. Stay close to us to get lots and lots of updates from Vegas. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, I'll leave you with two words. More, Lord. <laughs>